Hey guys, I'm Adam. And I'm Maggie. And this is the Mind Your Manor podcast. A podcast talking about marriage, money, wellness, and all the other things that happen under your roof. Hey guys, welcome back. Welcome back. This This is the Mind Your Manor podcast. Once again, (laughs) we're going to just go in with another intro. Um, Hey guys, how was everyone's week? Adam, what'd you do? What did I do? This week I had... A busy week at work with mm-hmm. our member guest golf tournament. Um, so we were just preparing the course all week, doing that. Felt like I wasn't home too much, but nope. I guess you can probably confirm that. Yep. The sad face. Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was a good week. I always enjoy working, enjoy the golf course, and uh, just enjoy the positive feedback from the members and anyone who gets to see the course. So, what about you? Yeah, no, I just held it down. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> because you were absent. So, <laughs> yeah, just me and Jenny, you know, fending for ourselves. and Pretty scary out there, I'm sure. Yeah, it was rough week. But, um, you know, all is well. This coming week is going to be normal, right? That's right. We're going to get back on track. You promise? <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully. I know it was good, though. Um, you know, same old, same. Nothing really new to report. Um, yeah, I mean, I hate to sound boring, but really nothing happened for me this yeah. week. Sometimes that's a good thing. Yeah. Sometimes well, it's better to maybe not have anything than like a bunch of bad news. Yeah, I know. I just feel like for the listeners of this show, it might be a little bit like, all right, that's why true. are we talking about it yeah. then? Maybe next time we need to brainstorm or like yeah. have something cool happen to us. We need to plan yeah. that out a little bit better. Yeah, we do. Well, what are we talking about today? You guys, I'm so excited to talk about this. Something that we get asked about a lot is our wedding, because we had a very unconventional <laughs> wedding. Mm-hmm. And so today, we're going to be talking all about our wedding, where it was, why we picked there, all of the prep that went into it, how our overall experience was, all of those things. Um, and then maybe just like general advice for people who are engaged who are about to get married. Definitely. That sounds good to me. Where do you want to start? Well, let's just go ahead and start, I guess, right at the top. Where was our wedding? So our wedding was in Cancun, Mexico. Ow, ow! Oh, yeah. It was the best ever. It was. Um, And... People are always like, oh, is that like a sentimental place for you and Adam? Why did you pick there? It is now. Yeah, now it is. (laughs) Um, So why did we pick that? It was pretty simple. I have always dreamed of a beach wedding. Um, And when we were sitting down trying to figure out like budget for the wedding, budget for the honeymoon, all of these things... I was like, I, this might make me sound like a brat, so trigger warning, I guess. I was like, I really want to go. It's like a nice all-inclusive for our honeymoon. You only honeymoon once. I want us to like, do it up big. You know, I want to go somewhere where we're waited on hand and foot. I want to feel like a princess for a week. I don't want to have to do laundry or cook or clean or do anything at all. Like, I just want that experience for our first week of marriage so that there's literally no stressors involved like I just want to go and be fully present and fully relaxed and enjoy that and when we started thinking about it we had kind of toyed with the idea of doing a Florida wedding 
and then me and Adam getting on a plane and going Mm -hmm. on a honeymoon. But the more we thought about it, and this was also like peak Rona when we got engaged. When we got engaged, yeah. Which was when we started booking, on. Because we got engaged February 21st, and we had, I think, booked everything by like March 10th. Yeah, it happened pretty quick. It was really quick. So we were, and we knew we had to because at this point, I say it was the peak, but it was peak in terms of everyone had pushed everything back. Mm -hmm. And so then it was peak busyness. I feel like, like COVID was still a thing when we were planning, but we couldn't find venues that were available for like a year and a half to two years because everyone had pushed everything back. It was was like kind of starting to open back up. Right. But there was still like restrictions with everything too. And so we were nervous to do Florida because we were like, if we do Florida and we do a wedding in Florida, what if we get sick and then we can't leave the country or come back into the country and what do we do? Mm-hmm. And that would suck for us. And stuff was like largely non-refundable because mm-hmm. these people were trying to make money when well, they had lost the money. With the vin- venues in Georgia right. too. I mean, right. Because we did look at a couple, like, not vineyards, but yeah. Like a- and it was crazy because there were places that were offering like, like three and four hour packages at these mm-hmm. venues. And that were still, ten thousand twelve thousand dollars for just the venue no food no dj no music like like nothing at all no florals photographers obviously separate all those things but just to have a space because people were so desperate all of the prices skyrocketed Mm -hmm. so we were like why don't we we ended up sitting down with my parents because they were generous enough to help us with the cost of the wedding Mm -hmm. and so we sat down with them one day and we're like all right what's the budget like we need a number we need some sort of parameter here we need to understand like what is allowed Mm -hmm. i guess and then you know what we need to contribute if we need to contribute if we can keep within budget like all that kind of stuff and i think it was my dad that was like why don't you just pick where you want a honeymoon and we'll just do it there? And we were like, that's brilliant. So (laughs) we ended up um, reaching out to a travel agent and we just kind of told her, look, we want to do like Caribbean tropical because we knew timeline wise, we didn't want to wait another, like we didn't want to wait a full year. We wanted to get married within the year, but trying to plan a wedding in like three to six months was a little crazy. So we had decided on December Um, we also felt like that was a better time to ask people to take off work to come to a trip like that because everyone's already off a lot for the holidays. People are typically more lenient Mm -hmm. in November, December. Um, and then selfishly for us, like that time worked out really well for our work. So we were like, okay, great. So we had reached out to a travel agent, said we want to be on a beach. We want an all inclusive. We wanted adults only. Like we went through all the things that we had that we wanted for a honeymoon And then we said, and then, you know, if you could put together a couple options for us um, about like that fit these parameters that also offer wedding packages and send us all that information. And we asked her to do this because Adam and I had looked online at a couple places that we actually really liked. Um, Those weren't in Mexico. No, one was in the Dominican Republic. I don't remember the actual resorts. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember the... Dominican Republic. I thought, Dominican was there Republic. Jamaica? There was a Jamaica one. There was a sandals one that was in Jamaica that mm-hmm. we had looked into, but that one was so incredibly expensive. Like, I know some people love a sandals, but like y'all, that thing is overpriced. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, anyway, so we had looked at a couple on our own, but it was so hard to get in touch with people. Um, 
communication was difficult because a lot of it was like via email and it wasn't necessarily that there was like a language barrier but there was sort of like um not dialect but it was like I couldn't necessarily understand via email what they were trying to say and vice versa yeah and so that was a little bit challenging because like they would say a word and I'm trying to think of an example but of course I'm like blacking out well I mean we faced it a lot with Mexico I mean we did face that a lot and it was more like it's like sentence structure in that's a, way. a really like, great way to say like, that yeah like they might understand what they're trying to say in english but like the way we sentence or structure our sentences yeah, it was different was different so right. like it would just come out like wonky right and then i was i would get frustrated because i'm like i need to book something i don't understand what you're saying you aren't understanding me like mm-hmm. you know whatever um and so eventually you know, my dad knew someone whose wife was a travel agent. So we ended up getting in touch with her. She was a godsend. Mm. Um, we talked about her, I think for a minute last week when we talked Mm -hmm. about our honeymoon. Um, but she was like, yeah, let me put together. It was almost like a PowerPoint document. Um, and it had picture of the resorts, um, all of the details in terms of pricing for honeymoon and wedding. Um, like, all the different package options, links to the specifics of things online if we needed to go look at them, all this stuff. And she had given us, um, I think, two or three options in Mexico Mm -hmm. and then a couple options in the Dominican. And then I also think she had one in Jamaica. I think so too. Um, Or the Bahamas. I don't remember. It was something like that. But they were all like Caribbean destinations. And the place that we ended up picking, we actually had some friends who honeymooned there. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, probably a year before we got married, nine months before we, or before we got engaged, I guess. And so we had seen pictures of it from them on Instagram and we were like, that place is, looks gorgeous. And so then we kind of started doing more research on it. Um, my mom ended up knowing someone who went there, um, on just like a couple's trip with some girlfriends and their husbands and said it was like the best place she'd ever been in the world. She'd been to all these really great resorts. This was the best, all this stuff. And honestly, because of COVID, it was also more affordable. Oh, I mean, that was... Because, <laughs> like, comparatively, even with other all-inclusive mm-hmm. resorts, because people weren't traveling there at mm-hmm. that time, at least from the United States. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people weren't gathering either. So they weren't really having weddings up until probably the few months before we got married. Mm-hmm. We when stuff like really ones. opened up. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so it was easy. I say easy. We'll get to that in a second. But it was easier than I anticipated to find a photographer who was available, to find yeah. a florist, to all these things. And all of this stuff we're having to do through Instagram once we figured out the resort. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Like I said, it was more affordable. And the craziest thing was that it was more affordable to go to Mexico to get married and have like a full-on extravagant wedding than it was to just book a venue in the state of Georgia. Mm-hmm. Or Florida. Or... It was insane. Yeah. Like, I think that our actual wedding, so the florals, the music, um, photographer, photographer, all of that stuff was probably a fourth of the price Mm -hmm. of what it would have been in Georgia. Maybe even less than that. That's probably correct. Because I think my florals, y'all, were like $900. And we had flat, like we had like gorgeous pieces on the um, head table. I had my bouquet. Adam had his stuff. We had these stunning little... Um, arrangements near where we like under where we got married mm-hmm. like a, like little uh, what do you call it like a pr- 
pergola? Perugula? It's, what is know. that? I mean, it's a pergola, but it's not like a pergola. I don't, I don't know. Remember. It was pretty. And <laughs> yeah. they did all of it. And it was incredibly inexpensive comparatively to the United States. Obviously, it's almost $1,000. I understand that's expensive. Comparatively, it was nothing because just my bouquet would have probably been five or 600 in the United States. Yeah. For the size, I mean, that thing was big. Yeah. Um, and heavy. It was heavy. <laughs> um, Got a little bicep pump. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think something, and Adam, I'll let you kind of speak on this was a lot of people were really confused why we didn't just stay in Georgia like Mm -hmm. why did we feel the need to go somewhere else especially to a different country a lot of it was the cost of it yeah for sure I mean that was just a huge part of it you know I mean that there's a you have to like find a reasonable line kind of where like neither one of us really were trying to spend like crazy amount of money you know to to do this and even to that point it I had already mentioned that my parents helped with the wedding, but even still, like even stuff that was quote unquote within budget in Georgia, we were like, just from, from our perspectives, we were like, that's a ripoff. Like Mm -hmm. we wouldn't, we wouldn't ask you to pay that for us Mm -hmm. because it's not reasonable. Yeah, that's right. When, like you mentioned, like growing up, I guess I had always visioned like a garden lawn like greenery wedding Mm -hmm. but then the more you and I talked about it and obviously the more we looked at them I think we became more and more okay with a beach wedding yeah and it's like you said at first that was Florida and then it became another country yeah and then I think once we saw the prices and realized like you know we logistically we could make all this work Mm -hmm. I think it just kind of became a no-brainer yeah and then I think once we found the resort that we were like gonna stay at then it was just like we were all in like we kind of fell in love with the idea where, of it. yeah where yeah. we were supposed to be and stuff like that and i think there was also part of us that wanted to go somewhere farther away for the sake of the intimacy of the wedding mm-hmm. because we both grew up in a really big neighborhood our parents were i don't want to say pillars of the community because that sounds really dramatic but like they had a lot of friends um within the neighborhoods that we grew up in adam played travel sports so they knew a bunch of families that way um we both have a lot of relatives that are still alive on both sides so um we would have easily probably had like a 400 plus person wedding had it been in the united states Mm -hmm. and as much as we talk now about how it would have been fun to have had more people at the time it gave us a lot of anxiety to think about having that many people to have to walk around the table at the reception. Everyone's having dinner. We don't get to eat because we have to greet everyone. Mm-hmm. Or like we feel like we can't relax and enjoy it because we have to go see like our great aunt's cousin's friend from college who came. Mm-hmm. Like it was just, it became like we we tried to make a list, Adam and I did, and it was no, we made a list and it was long. <laughs> well, yeah. And we had made a, the list of the people that were like 100% have to be there. Those were the people that ended up coming. Then we had a list of people that were like, the, we, we would like for them to come if possible. Mm-hmm. And that was probably another 100 people. That was a long list. And too. then the list beyond that <laughs> was like, who would our parents want to invite? And that list was almost 250 <laughs> people. Yeah. And so we were like, yeah, I just don't know. And for me... I feel, and Adam, correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like I was a really low-maintenance bride. Like, yeah. I did not care to have a big wedding. I was like, 
fiscally, it's not responsible. It makes no sense. Like, we had talked about it, and I think our view had kind of changed really right before we got engaged and then, you know, up to the point that we booked everything. But it was like, are we going to invite people that don't really even know us as a couple who don't, like, they aren't people that we could, like, rely on to, like, champion us in marriage? Mm Mm-hmm. And if the answer is like, yeah, some of the guests on the list are people that we probably couldn't count on, then why are they coming to the most intimate day of our lives? Mm-hmm. Like that didn't make any sense to us. Like, why are we inviting 400 people to like post about it on Instagram? Like, we don't need to do that. Like, we don't need to have some extravagant, like, you know, crazy, fancy black tie event. Like, that's not really who we are. That's as individuals right. or as a couple but it also was like we didn't want the meaning of of what it meant to get married and be married to get lost in the performance of a wedding that's exactly right and so we just kind of were like how and then it's like if we stayed in georgia then like how do we tell then it gets a little weird people <laughs> oh yeah we're getting married right down the street and yep. nope you're not coming yeah. like it was just it's hard to explain that. yeah and yeah. people and even with the way that we did the wedding, people did get their feelings hurt. Yeah. Which um, stinks. Yeah, it I mean, that stinks. Personal. Yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> but it was one of those things where it was like, we just, we had our people who have really been our people for a long time. Mm-hmm. And we knew that they would, like I said, be people that we could rely on, would be for us, not just for Adam or just for Maggie, but for us as a couple. For a long time. Right. And that we wouldn't look back on our pictures from our wedding and be like, wow, I wonder what so-and-so's up to. I haven't talked to them in years. Like every person that was at our wedding, we talked to all the time. Yeah, pretty much daily. Yeah. So I just felt like that was probably for us. We wanted to keep it that way. And that was the best. Mm Mm-hmm for us i agree and i think there are people who want to have the huge weddings i think that's great if you have the funds for it oh yeah um i just don't think it was like worth going into debt over inviting like Mm -hmm. every person we've ever met ever in our lives yeah what i was gonna say too like a disclaimer because you just said that is like the point of this episode isn't to sway anyone to do one way or the other it's more so like a informative episode it's like Yeah. yeah i mean you're welcome to listen in you know and if you're engaged or dating or whatever you know you can form your own opinion on mm-hmm. how you want to do things but we figured we yeah. get asked enough to where it would be you know beneficial for someone to hear our take on mm-hmm. what we did yeah um next questions will kind of be regarding like pre- preparing for the wedding yeah i don't know why i couldn't say that <laughs> word <laughs> preparing for the wedding um and the dress shopping and tuxedo shopping mm-hmm. were, again, probably the most lax Pretty things. Much. I mean, yeah. I, my mom and I had called a couple places um, to try on dresses. When was that? Like the beginning of March? We had just gotten March. engaged. I think it was March or April. Yeah. We had just gotten engaged. We were just kind of going because I, like I've dreamed of a wedding because I'm a girl like obviously I grew up thinking about that but at the same time like I didn't really have a specific vision for what I wanted my wedding to look like what I wanted my dress to look like any of that 
And so my mom and I had called around and made, I think it was only two appointments, one at a David's Bridal and one at, um, it's called Belfiore Bridal. It's in Marietta. And um, the appointment at Belfiore was first. And we were going just to like try some stuff on, see what my style was, all this kind of stuff. And I tried on the third dress and I was like, well, we can go home. Like, (laughs) that's the dress. And I mean, it was the most casual. I mean, I kind of thought I cried and all that. My mom cried, but I kind of thought it was going to be a lot harder, a lot more, you know, emotional I guess maybe in a way dramatic yeah Yeah. not not that I wasn't emotional not that my mom wasn't emotional I thought it was going to be like an emotional roller coaster of like we try on these dresses it's back ordered like can't get it gotta find another one you know can't find one that I like it's like this whole saga and it literally like I tried the third dress on I cried they put the veil on they said is this the one I said yep and then we left like it was (laughs) really (laughs) and we were gonna go to the appointment at David's bridal and just see if there was anything else and we both were like no. I couldn't remember if you ever did that. I think we... I know you I talked think, about it. Yeah, I think we had walked into it, and it was, like, so chaotic. Mm. And we were like, mm, no, no, no. We'll just stick with what we had. Yeah. The thought of, like, having to go into that chaos to try stuff on was, like, really overwhelming to me. Mm-hmm. So I was like, no. And I loved sense. the dress so much, so it was really simple. And then with the tux, that was also pretty mm. easy. It was pretty easy. It, uh... And the only thing that I kind of ran into was wanting to wear the white jacket. Yeah. Um, Which was, I definitely recommend boys do that. Yeah, I was glad The I pictures did. I turned, turned out, out really so good. pretty. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I felt... Special. Special, <laughs> I guess, in a way. It was yeah. cool. Um, but we ended up getting our tuxedos from Men's Warehouse mm-hmm. um, because they were the only ones, pretty much the only ones that I could find that was going to let us um, take them out of the country and have them for an extended amount of time Um, because you know most rental places you rent for the night and then you return return the next day the following day but that didn't work out the best with the way our wedding was because they weren't going to be able to return their tuxedos the next day they were going to have to do it five days after because they came on well that's Friday. right yeah that's exactly right that was what Sunday. the problem was too was that they were gonna have to take them early uh-huh and then return them late, late basically yeah. based on their standards mm-hmm. um but men's warehouse was pretty flexible with that and then um finding the white jacket was pretty difficult um because the style that i wanted a bunch of the rental places had discontinued yeah. their that style i guess and so I looked at buying one, mm-hmm. and they were, they were expensive. oh my gosh, I think it was like Brooks Brothers, or I don't remember who it was, it was like $500 for the jacket, and I was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to wear this probably once, and like, never again, probably yeah. never again, <laughs> and then it was also like a little bit more casual, I think, than what I was looking yeah, for, like it was more like, more like, like a, yeah, and it was yeah. more, yeah, um, like a summer dinner kind of mm-hmm. jacket, and so I ended up finding one at Riley's Menswear in mm-hmm. Cartersville, which yeah. is just funny, because that's like five minutes from where we grew up, grew up yeah you know and i just took a shot and tried it and, it and then they were out. awesome oh uh, yeah they were literally great they ended up shipping it to me in athens let me try it on and it fit so and they let him keep it and he had it for like a month yep i had it i got it way early 
And then with both Men's Warehouse and Riley's Men's Wear, they let my mom bring it back to them because mm-hmm. we were obviously still in Mexico. Mexico. Yeah. Um, but it just went really smooth. Each of the guys were able to go and try on their stuff separately. Right. Confirm it themselves. Which was another thing that we had to think about was oh, because yeah. Adam's in dad areas. was in Chattanooga. Adam's best man was in Tampa, Florida. Mm-hmm. And then his groomsmen were in... Uh, Dallas, Dallas, Monroe, Monroe, and Winterville. Yep. So they were all spread out <laughs> across Georgia everywhere. and Tennessee and Florida. And so we were like, we have to do a chain because Adam had gone to a wedding where they had done the tuxes from, I believe it's where she got her dress from. Uh, yeah. And it was, um, Marietta, and it was Ros- Roswell. downtown Roswell. Oh, that's right, yeah. And so when he had Everyone to go and get fitted and it. then go pick it up and stuff, he was having to drive all the way to yeah. Roswell, which wasn't, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah. You do it for your friends. But we didn't want to, we're like, how are we going to ask someone in Tampa to drive right. all or the way up to Athens or yeah, yeah, to come and do that. So we had to find a chain and they were super helpful too. There's like an online portal. So we just plugged in what we wanted mm-hmm. and then they could go to the individual stores near them. They would pull up the file of our wedding and they could see what we wanted. Yeah. They could get sized, all that good stuff. Well, so. we could also talk about or just mention uh, the plane ride with your dress, <laughs> with the tuxedos, like what that kind of looked like stressful yeah it was pretty stressful that was probably the most stressful part so let me break down the schedule of events because i think that would give context as to why this was so crazy so adam and i had to go down to mexico i say had to we got to go down to mexico (laughs) on wednesday we got married on sunday but in order to get married in a different country you have to establish residency there so you have to be staying in that country for at least 72 full hours before the day of your wedding Mm -hmm. so you can't get married on like the 72nd hour you'd have to get like have three full days and then on the fourth day get married so we went down by ourselves on wednesday which worked out really well because that was the first day that we got to meet our wedding coordinator in person got to see the the resort (laughs) yeah (laughs) do like a walkthrough of everything um we got to test, like sit down and, and figure out um, our signature cocktail, which was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, those kinds of things. So we went Wednesday. My parents were like, if we're paying for this wedding, like we're coming down early for a vacay. So they came down Thursday morning. And just help out as well. Yeah, which I was mean, really helpful yeah, as they- well. And it was fun because we got to spend some time with just them before everyone else came, which I thought was really special because they made it all possible. That's right. And so it was just nice to be able to sit with them and see how excited they were for us and they could see how excited we were. Mm-hmm. And it was just really it was fun. Pretty special. And then Friday afternoon, everyone else came, except for my brother and his girlfriend. They came Saturday because she's a veterinarian, and it was like crazy schedule. But Friday, the whole party shows up, and then Saturday, we did like bachelor or bachelorette days, so the boys golf, the girls did like a beach and pool day, um, and then had a rehearsal dinner, and then Sunday was the wedding. Yep. And then, and then they all left else. Monday. We all had like a big breakfast together. Everyone left Monday. We stayed until the following Saturday, Saturday night. Saturday. Um, so that's the scheduling. Yep. So all that to say, Adam and I are solo. This is the first time Adam and I are on a plane together. Mm-hmm. Going out of the country. <laughs> yeah. I haven't gone out of the country in ever, yeah. maybe. And, and so, weird. and we had the earliest flight i think our flight left at like 7 Mm a.m we were at the airport at 4 30 in the morning 
we were a little bit eager. <laughs> yeah, we were. We were prepared, though. We were prepared. Um, so we got to the airport. I have, my dress had, was like a 10 or 11 foot train. And it was not like light. No, it was pretty It was heavy. heavy. So my dress was like carrying a body around. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was awkward to carry. It was heavy. There was no easy way to like... Transport you couldn't hang it. it on anything. Yeah. Because it would drag. Right. You had to like carry it I basically, both hands. yeah, you had to carry like, you know it, like carry, literally how you carry a baby. Yeah. Or like, or like both a, hands out, like a body. Be, yeah. I mean, it's like literally you're carrying a, a person. Like you were to pick up like your, yeah, okay. <laughs> a person. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. anyway, because I even like tried to throw it over my shoulder at one point, but the train was so long, I would like trip over it. <laughs> so you had to literally carry it like a body. Mm-hmm. And, um, Adam also had his tux, and then we... Two suitcases. Two suitcases, and they were big. Thank goodness we got to drop those as soon as we got in the yeah. airport, because that would have been a train wreck. Um, and then we each had, like, a backpack. I had a purse. Like, we had so much stuff, it felt like. I guess it doesn't sound like it was that much, but it felt overwhelming, mm-hmm. the amount of stuff we had. Right. And then, I forget how this happened, but we were in the airport, and we were obviously in the like international terminal and instead of going on the plane train we like walked down a hallway for like two miles do you remember this yeah, i do remember i was we like got some steps in. where are we <laughs> like it's 6 a.m i'm carrying this dress we've got all this mm-hmm. stuff with us we ended up in the right place we though. did we did um i don't think it was the most efficient way that we probably could have taken no but that's fine um and so we sit there we got to the gate we sat down you know we put our stuff in a chair all of our um like the tux and the dress Mm -hmm. and they're in cases obviously like we couldn't i hadn't seen adam's tux and he hadn't seen my dress we didn't do that until the day of the wedding Mm -hmm. um but (laughs) we sit down and we're down for a couple minutes i'm like should we go get like a a coffee and a breakfast so we have to lug all the stuff <laughs> back up because it's not like you know it's just a bag to throw over your shoulder like it was an ordeal mm-hmm. so we're going through the airport we're trying to find a place that's even open to get something to eat oh yeah nothing was open yet so we <laughs> got we get to the starbucks the starbucks people were less than thrilled to have a line before they opened mm-hmm. so we had to wait there it was this whole thing i mean it was fine it was hilarious even in the moment it was hilarious we were just laughing like this is crazy that we're doing this um, but we got on the plane and there's like these teeny tiny little, like, they call them closets. It's not a closet. It's, it's like a, a cabinet. Closet. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And, um, my mom was like, don't worry. Cause my parents did a destination wedding. I probably should have mentioned that. They got married in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, almost 30 years ago at this point. Um, and so my mom was like, don't worry about it. When I went there for my wedding, I just got on the plane. I said, this is my wedding dress. Can you please hang it up for me? And they were so kind. So I get on this plane expecting for them to be kind to me, right? To say, oh my gosh, congratulations. You guys are so beautiful together. Like, I wish you a lifetime of happiness. Let me take your dress. Like, That wasn't the response. Do you want to get up to first class? Like, I was expecting the works. And this lady says nothing to me and just points at this, like, half closet (laughs) cabinet thing that's, like, fully on the ground. And I try to hang it up in there. There's a bunch of people behind me who are, like, getting antsy, who are, like, making comments about how I need to hurry up. And I'm trying to hang the dress. But the train, once again, 
is like almost doesn't 11 feet long. So it doesn't fit in the closet. <laughs> so then I'm trying to like shove it into the closet. And she's like, ma'am, could you hurry up and put that in the closet, please? People can't, can't get past you. I'm like, what do you think I'm trying to do? So then when I'm leaving, I see her again. I said, excuse me, can I get my dress out of the closet? And again, she just points. I'm like, okay. Like, I think little customer service would have been nice yeah. here. And we just thought that was so funny. And then on the way back, we didn't have to take our stuff because our parents took it, which yeah, was, was, nice. was so nice. Yeah. And my parents thought we were kidding or over-exaggerating when we told them that. They were like, were the Delta people just so nice to you? I was like, no, not really. <laughs> they weren't. They amazed. weren't. No. Yeah. Um, but that was probably the biggest fiasco of the whole trip. Mm-hmm. I mean... And it wasn't even like it wasn't bad at all. Anything crazy? Yeah, it was just a little. I just was I like, I was on cloud nine, and I was expecting her to be there with me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think she was. She was not. No. <laughs> um, okay. What else? Wedding planning. The actual planning of the wedding was the easiest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. We didn't really. Do I much. no. I okay. Probably three or four months before our wedding, my. Angel Susanna, oh, wedding coordinator. our wedding coordinator, hmm. reaches out to me, and she's like, I'm so excited. Tell me what you want, like, all this stuff. And I'm like, okay. So I said, you know, what do you want me to do? You want me to send you pictures, whatever? She's like, just share your Pinterest board with me. And literally, the only planning I had to do was make a Pinterest board and send it to Susanna. And then... She forwarded it to the people who needed to know. They would email me with like, hey, this is what we're going to do. Just want to make sure this was good with you. And I would say yes. And that was all. That was it. That was the planning of the wedding. And then we got to see it when we got there on Wednesday. Yep. So, I mean, it was so incredibly simple. And it turned out to be, and I'm obviously biased, I think it seriously even though it was ours, yes, Mm -hmm. was one of the prettiest weddings I've ever seen. No, I agree. Like, it was everything about it was so pretty. Like, all the details were just so great. It was exactly what I had asked for, but, like, then some. Mm -hmm. Like, everything was just perfect. Um, And with planning, like, the vendors and stuff, there were certain vendors that had partnerships with the resort. And I think that this is pretty common across all all inclusive so if someone is thinking about doing that the only vendor that I had to find on my own was my photographer Mm -hmm. unless I wanted to use the resort photographer which I did not um just because I didn't like the style of photos they were like very dark and kind of like edgy and I wanted like bright and airy so I had found our photographer like as soon as we figured out we were going there pretty early um and she was amazing um and that was kind of the only piece of the puzzle that I had to go on my own to find. They brought me a floral vendor. They brought me a DJ. They brought me, um, I guess it was Food technically was on the resort, but it was yeah. a chef that did yeah. all of our stuff, which was the best meal I've ever had in my it whole was life. Very good. Um, we were trying to recreate like what we ate that night. <laughs> I can't do it, y'all. It was so good. Um, and then they brought us. Um, like certain bartenders and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, we obviously had like our whole event stuff. We just didn't have to worry about anything at all, which was really great. How did you find the photographer? So I had actually reached out to a woman named Ana Lopez on Instagram. She was the first person that I found on Instagram. I just typed in Cancun wedding photographer on like 
the search bar on Instagram and she had pulled up. I'd found her website. I loved her photos and she was, I think her like six or eight hour package was only like $1,500 and you got a bunch of pictures back, which I believe was the same that we ended up getting. Mm -hmm. Our wedding package was comparatively to the United States was like a third of the price mm-hmm. to have the same amount of pictures. And honestly, they're so stunning. So. Yeah, I think they turned out great. Um, but I had reached out to Anna and she was like, I'm so sorry. Like I actually am booked that day. She had, um, she already had some sort of session in the morning because she was going to try to make it work where she could come and take pictures and like whatever. But she had a session in the morning and then she had a wedding in the afternoon. So it was like, there was no way she could be there in time to give us a full six to eight hours with there being ample sunlight to get good pictures. Um, and she was like, but this girl, enter our wedding photographer, Monica. Um, she was like, she's phenomenal. Our style is the same. And I am pretty sure she has an opening that day. And now the fact that we got Monica is such a gift because she is booked and busy mm-hmm. like she every single what, what was the going into this year when she posted her calendar and she was like i don't have i'm booked all the way until she like was booked next summer yeah or something like she that. literally on like january 1st was like the only day i have left in 2022 was like some random weekend in november yeah. like it was crazy she and it, it makes sense because she does such a good job she's so such a fun person mm-hmm. she's so wonderful she's so cute like we just loved her mm-hmm. and claudia also yes who was her second shooter is also a photographer down there claudia rivero i believe is I her name right. and um they both were just I mean, fabulous. We loved them. Claudia was with the boys and Monica's with the girls. And they were obviously both together for the rest of the day. But for like the bridesmaids and groomsmen photos, they were separate. Um, But yeah, she was the only person that I had to find. She did not have open the day before or the day after our wedding. But that was like the only day in December she had, which worked out so well. Um, So that was, like I said, just such a gift. Um. But yeah, I mean, I know we had said we're not trying to sway anyone towards doing this, but I just will say that if you are someone like me who the thought of like actually planning a whole wedding gives you anxiety, 100% think about going somewhere mm-hmm. else. Because yeah. I I just, I cared about it. I wanted it to be pretty. I wanted to like have pretty pictures for us to look back on and all of those things. But really, I was like, I just kind of care that we get married. Yeah. Well, that, yeah. <laughs> so, like, I just don't care. And the thought of having to, like, go to tastings and go visit a florist shop and, mm-hmm. like, do all of these things. Like, I just, I couldn't get excited about that. Um, just because that's just not my personality. So, I loved that. I, it was super hands-off for us. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, here's the vision. Let me know if you can make it happen. Mm-hmm. And then they could. Um, and that was all thanks to Susanna. Yes. And I guess um tracy in a way too yeah like helping us our travel agent was definitely really helpful too because there were a couple times where um well she helped with the flights yeah she helps organize all the flights and everything but they're not even like mentioning that yeah she was helpful with yeah and tracy there was one time i had a question and i didn't realize that Susanna was like out of the office because that was the only thing was like (laughs) they don't have like how at my work like if people are out of office they put like an automatic email response it's like hey y'all i'm out of the office Mm -hmm. they weren't doing that and so there was like a week where i had like a not pressing question but it was like getting down to the wire and i couldn't hear from her and tracy could like talk me off a ledge she was like no it's okay like Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
she's just probably not there and then like two days later she's like sorry i was out of town for xyz reason and it was fine um the diet and fitness yeah i just threw that in there i I know some to the wedding some people think about that you know it's like a pressing thing i didn't know kind of if we did anything special or if you did anything special what your mindset was going into it Mm-hmm. You know, if there was something different that you did preparing for this, you know, as opposed to just like every day, just every day. Yeah, we did a couple things. Well, okay, let me say we planned to do a couple things. Mm-hmm. It didn't really work out because our schedule got crazy. But we had signed up for Ath Half, so the Athens Half Marathon, several months before. Back in like May. Yeah, April, before the May. wedding. And our goal was to run consistently. And then there was a specific strength training program from the Mind Pump guys that we were going to be doing October through December because it was an eight-week program. We were like, that's exactly eight weeks to the wedding. Perfect. We'll just do that once Ath Half is over. But the summer came and went. We were running that time. Mm -hmm. But once August hit, excuse me, stuff got like crazy for us it felt like every weekend we were somewhere dress fitting visiting friends visiting family bridal shower baby shower like we just had stuff out the wazoo yeah packing up stuff having to go shopping it was we had to do the shopping right at the end of summer because we were going to a tropical location in december so it was like if we needed anything like we had to basically have all of our stuff by the time the summer sales ended so that we could have things because we weren't going to be able to find it once that was over. Mm -hmm. So anyway, um, it just felt really chaotic. And so what we ended up doing was in probably September, I would say Mm -hmm. August or September, we started, yeah, we started just doing that strength program and stopped running we didn't have time to run (laughs) because the strength program we could do in like 30 45 minutes a day and we were at a point in our training with running where we were supposed to be running like eight miles a day and like that takes almost two hours Mm -hmm. (laughs) for some people like us who are slow (laughs) so it just didn't work out and with the strength program some of it like some days we could do it at home if we needed to with just like weights that we had or a sandbag or something um so we didn't necessarily have to go into the gym like it was just a lot better for our schedule and it was less taxing on our body because the running especially in like georgia heat took everything out of you Mm -hmm. um and we were just feeling really run down so we ended up doing this program and i'm so glad we did that i am too I, my mindset going into the wedding was not, I know a lot of people are like wedding shred, like got to get so skinny. I didn't want to do that. Um, because I feel like that's a really unhealthy mindset to have. And that's something that I've had issues with in the past of just like taking that to the extreme. And so I just didn't want to like repeat that pattern. Um, because ultimately it wouldn't be sustainable anyway. Mm -hmm. I mean, we got married eight months after we got engaged, mm-hmm. eight and a half months. So it, in order to like completely change my body, like you would, you would need more time. So I was like, to do it the healthy way. Right. And so I was like, yeah, I'm just not into that. So we had decided that we would do our best to, which is kind of like the motto. I feel like we still have of like, we do our best to like eat good, clean foods and work out 
several times a week um and really kind of as cheesy as it sounds like listening to our body like sometimes you really want to run sometimes you really just want to lift weights sometimes you want to walk sometimes you want to play tennis or swim or do whatever like just trying to be in tune with like what our body needed a couple times a week in terms of exercise and um that was kind of the mindset that I was in going into quote-unquote prepping for the wedding yeah my thing was like I found a dress that I loved and it fit me really well and I felt pretty in like three weeks after we got engaged so I didn't want to change my body too much because like yeah I was like I don't really want to change it because I just bought a dress that I liked on my body that I was like that I had when I got engaged Mm -hmm. so I didn't want to look like a completely different person yeah um and eventually like I said we ended up just doing the strength program we ended up doing it two times through or almost fully two times Mm -hmm. it was like one and three-fourths of the way through and I think we both just felt at the wedding and then also like on the honeymoon obviously you're in bathing suits the whole time but I think we just both felt so strong yeah it made us feel really confident I agree and we were in such a good place with working out because of this program because it wasn't destroying us like we weren't so exhausted from doing it that when we were on the honeymoon when we were in mexico we probably worked out eight out of ten days we still worked out almost every day yeah except for like the travel day and then maybe the day after the wedding i guess i don't remember but it probably was like two days that we just didn't work out and it wasn't anything crazy it was just that like that had just become such a fun part of our routine that we really enjoyed doing together and so we just wanted to keep doing it Mm -hmm. but i really think that's the way to go in terms of like the mindset of things yeah and we talked about it because i i had asked you i was like do you want me to lose weight for the wedding and you're like well i proposed to you the way you are Mm -hmm. so like if you want to sure but like it's not necessary yeah um well i'd rather you feel better mentally too you know just regarding like your physical fitness than i mean like we talked about it before than like trying to hit a number right you know or something like that um but I mean, I think definitely like the weights were the biggest part mm-hmm. just in both of weights is in like dumbbell weights, not yeah. like our body weight Yeah, uh, were the biggest part, you know, influencing our preparation, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, just chasing, getting stronger more mm-hmm. than anything else. Yeah. Which I think played a big part in just, you know, how positive we felt going into the wedding. Yeah. And I think too, now that's something that I feel like I personally have a lot more confidence in is the way of working out that we were doing together during doing that program Um, because I hadn't really done like a lot of squatting or heavy lifting or like bench press or any of that and I felt so confident seeing the changes in my body. Not that it was drastic. I, weighed, I was just about to say that. Like, I, I wasn't some like aesthetic no, 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 like no, bodybuilder, no. but I felt like it yeah. in a way. <laughs> and I weighed almost six pounds more on my wedding day than I did when we got engaged. But I felt leaner, stronger, prettier, like more confident, all of those things. Uh, because I felt like my muscle was really starting to show. Mm-hmm. Um, which just made me feel pretty. Um, felt like a fitness queen. But <laughs> why are you laughing at me? They're just funny. Um, but I I liked doing it that way too because it made me feel so confident to be able to walk into a weight room with a bunch of like men who really were like 
that was their life like moving weight around right like a lot of weight around like it was really scary sometimes (laughs) um but going into those rooms and then for some of them to even make comments sometimes like oh you're getting better Mm. like because they would notice that i was in there like really trying hard um that just it makes you feel good yeah um so i really enjoyed that what else adam well i guess to end it would you do it again 100 (laughs) percent I, I what would you change nothing would you change anything? I wouldn't change anything I mean obviously like I wish we had more time there right. and that kind of stuff yeah. like in hindsight I kind of wish I know someone right now who's on a two-week honeymoon yeah I think two weeks would have been great I think practically though we both would look back even if we did a two-week honeymoon and still be like we should have done three three week honeymoon would have been the move (laughs) yeah you know but i mean i do think that that would have been fun as well though yeah i mean i just think that it's such a fun season of your life to be engaged the wedding itself is so fun i think like i said i appreciate the fact that it was so low stress and it was such a memorable experience not only for us but also for like everyone who got to go Mm Um, that I just really, I wouldn't change anything. I loved it. You kind of said at the start, but what advice would you have for someone or a couple that is like engaged or going into marriage, whether it's regarding like the wedding or just kind of, you know, we had, what what was it like eight months of engagement? Yeah. But what, what would that advice look like or what tips or something like that would you give to? Yeah, I think... I would personally say that something that our culture has really done is made people focus on the wedding day instead of the marriage. Mm. And the wedding day is a day and your marriage is forever. Um, And so that deserves a lot more time and attention in this planning process, in the process and season of being engaged. It deserves way more intentionality than a lot of people give it. A lot of people get really caught up in the planning and in the invitations and all these details and those are those aren't bad things but they're bad things if they like blind you from taking care of the relationship that you're supposed to be building and um I also would just say that and I had said this earlier but at the end of the day your flowers could be wrong your cake could be janky your pictures might not turn out well everything could go wrong And at the end of the day, you getting married to someone that you love and want to partner with forever, that should be enough. Mm -hmm. And so there were definitely moments when we were, you know, in engagement where it felt like the end of the world if something didn't happen the way we had wanted it to. And it really just takes perspective and stepping back to recognize that no, like the flowers are such an insignificant piece of what it like what a marriage means and what a wedding stands for it's you guys making a covenant before god and your friends and family that you two are choosing each other every day for the rest of your lives it's such a big deal and the ceremony for whatever reason gets so little attention Mm -hmm. and i would just say make sure you're keeping what's important at the forefront of your mind during that process and try not to stress um or like sweat the small things that happen um and just enjoy it and be intentional to strengthen your marriage you know Mm -hmm. in this season 
what would you say? No, I don't have anything to say. I think that you said that so well that anything I say is just going <laughs> to not even contribute to the conversation. Oh, awesome. <laughs> that was such a good answer. Um, and it kind of is what, like, the road that I was going to go down as well. Yeah. Just being very intentional, um, you know, between the the two of you during that time to spend time with each other um, and really, like you said, focus on your marriage that you know, is on its way or that mm-hmm. you're just starting out with. Yeah. That kind of thing. Um, but I guess like a practical piece of advice too that I was given um, regarding like, even if you don't do a destination wedding, but it, you know, if you go on a honeymoon, wherever you honeymoon at is to kind of unplug, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Um, that was and the that's best. from your phones. That's from, I mean, we didn't even really read as mm-hmm. much as we thought we were going to. Um, I mean, we just, we, we had a week of yeah. literally it's going to be probably going to be the only week maybe for a long time where you just get to spend time with like each other. your significant other, you know, with each other. Um, and so don't like take that for granted, yeah. you know, and really enjoy that. Yeah. And I think that's why we had said the comment about it would have been cool to have a two week honeymoon because that time where it was just us, no phones, you know, we weren't having to worry about work or anything because it, I think I had said this before, but there was so much distance between us and home at that point. It's mm-hmm. like, it would be pointless to worry about anything at home anyway, because we couldn't do anything about it. That's so it was true. like to be fully present, not on our phones. We weren't on social media, like just us together talking, hanging out for a week. Like, I think that's why we both would say like, we wish we had done too, because it was so fun to do that and it's something that's so rare like it's so hard to turn off even on vacation to florida Mm -hmm. um you know so i just would agree you know wherever you go just make sure that you're being intentional with your time with each other i agree is there anything else you want to talk about anything any other questions you've Mm. been asked that you can think of that we didn't address Mm. i don't think so i don't think so either i think that that pretty much covered most of the questions. I know, like, I did I? I think I got messaged one time mm-hmm. with questions. You've yeah. got messaged before. We've gotten, it's so funny. We've gotten so many messages from people who were like, hey, I saw the resort tagged you in a wedding photo. So I guess you got <laughs> oh, married yeah. there. From Can like you tell me about it? Yeah. <laughs> Someone yeah. from like Iowa will be like, hey, my fiance and I are thinking about going there. Yeah. So we've you want to tell us about it? questions from people we don't know yeah. than probably people ones we, we do. do. Yep. Yeah. That's exactly right. Well, we we hope that, you know, this episode, like I said, just kind of told you a little bit more about our, our yeah, wedding day. Yeah, in case you're just, like, wanting to be nosy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> whatever it is. But we hope that you enjoyed, and thank you for listening. We'll see you later. Love Bye. You. Love Bye. you. Bye.